In the name of Jesus. Amen. Behold the man. It's been our theme these 30 days through Lent. Hopefully you've had a chance to read through the devotionals. Certainly you have listened to us preach and repeat the phrase over and over again. You might be a little sick of it. If you didn't get a chance to follow along with that or pick up on it, behold the man was the cry of Pontius Pilate. But prior to that, there was another. Another who wanted you to behold the man. His name was John. John the Baptist. And the ministry of Jesus began with John the Baptist. John who with his bony long finger points you to the crucified and sacrificed Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, he said. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And you would think John at least would point you to someone else, to somewhere else. Especially as we hear all we've heard tonight or throughout our Wednesdays in Lent, the whole passion narrative. Jesus was treated ruthlessly, despised and rejected, we are told, beaten there upon the cross to a, a gory pulp. And such treatment, such treatment for this one, the one to whom John the Baptist points, was for criminals and fools. Jesus, this seemingly Lamb of God, has been mocked and spit upon. Those are things that you do to someone you hate in order to disgrace and humiliate them. But there he hangs. Once the light comes back on, you can see it. <laughs> there he hangs. And he is regarded as the worst of the capitally punished criminals. And it's not pretty. Roman crucifixion is pretty nasty, cruel, and vicious. Isaiah in chapter 52 spoke of this crucifixion and said this, that the Messiah's appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any man, and his form marred beyond human likeness. Prophetic words for what would happen to your Lord and mine upon the cross. And disfigured, mind you, that's precisely the Old Testament term for a blemished animal. A blemished animal that could not be used in a sacrifice offered to the Lord. Do you sense the brutality now of Jesus? Of what He endured for you? Brutality that was so severe, so intense, that the Lamb of God, Jesus, is marred beyond human likeness. Or as Psalm 22 puts it, and if you are here last night, you would have heard us chant this, declares that He is a worm and not a man. Isaiah also prophetically put it this way, He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to Him, nothing in His appearance that we should desire Him. He would be like one from whom men would hide their faces. 
And that's precisely it, isn't it? The sight of this crucifixion repulses, disgusts, sickens. And yet John, with his finger, points you exactly and only to the crucified. No one else, nowhere else, after all in this hideous scene, the almighty and saving arm of the Lord is now revealed and preached. There is no other God than this man, Jesus. You want to deal with God? You deal with Him here. Behold the man. We talk so much about how we're a visual culture. And I think it was my brother-in-law earlier this morning who texted me. And they were talking about how often we, we search for information Before the age of smartphones, when you get up in the morning, you would maybe do one search for information and you would would think about kind of one process. And, And now with all of our devices and visual screens that we look at, it's not uncommon to deal with 20 different decisions and completely different types of information before we're out the door. Probably typical for most moms, right? We're a visual culture. But there is danger in that. Not so much in technology, don't give, get me wrong, but, but Scripture talks this way. Sight must always give way to hearing. Hearing the message. The preaching of the crucified Lamb of God. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You have someone you know who might benefit from hearing this precious word of God? Bring him to church on Sunday, would you? Let him hear that word. Or open your Bible and read and study it with him. Because Jesus is that lamb to whom John points and we point as well. He is the bloody sacrifice by which God now dwells among his sinners to be our God. In order now to do the unthinkable You ready for this? It's something you don't want to do with most of the people you know in your life who have screwed you over. This God, this man, this Jesus comes to forgive sinners. And guess what? You qualify. Here on the cross hangs the one and only sacrifice that atones for sinners. Here on the cross is where God is For you, the sinner, in this hideous and scandalous crucifixion death, he thirsts. He thirsts to pull off the salvation of the world for you. And even while he hangs there and thirsts, Lamb of God, Jesus, preaches. His pulpit doesn't look anything like the one I'm standing in. Oh no, his pulpit is the cross And he preaches there the most important sermon you can ever hear. Would you like to hear it? He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Lamb of God proclaims from the cross. Are you ready? It's the longest sermon you'll have ever heard in your life. Are you sure? Are you paying attention? Here it is. It is finished. Oh, you want more? 
I don't have any. I don't have any more words for you. Because the best sermon ever preached, that's it. There are no better words preached in the universe than those. Say it with me, would you? It is finished. These are your God's words from God's mouth intended for you to hear. One more time, would you indulge me? It is finished. You see, He has finished what He came to do. Pierced for our transgressions. Crushed for our iniquities. Laid on Him upon His very shoulders is the iniquity of us all. And He there at that cross in the middle of the hill with two other crosses and criminals besides Him is numbered with the transgressors. And there he bears, quote, the sin of many. He pulls off a Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world for you, the sinner. It is finished. You see, sin, the biggest thing that is totally wrong with you and with me, it's been answered for. It can no longer condemn you because all that sin got damned in this Lamb of God's death. All of sin's sting, all of death's power, all of Satan's fury, all of the Father's wrath down from heaven has been spent against the crucified Lamb of God. And now, have a happy Good Friday. For because of what He has done, all is now new for you and me. The old has passed away. Heaven and new life are yours. And so Sunday morning, approach the throne of grace confidently. Come here to this altar and receive here in the Lord's Supper this Lamb of God, Jesus, who comes in His body and His blood in simple bread and wine. Because He comes with His it is finished, promised, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sin. Again, remember, please, the best preaching, the best words you'll ever hear, not from that guy over there or this guy here, uh-uh, the words of your Lord. It is finished. His cry of victory is yours. Behold the man, behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. In the name of Jesus.